welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Wasif Timurai. This podcast is about examining our inward thinking and how some of those thoughts and feelings can affect our everyday lives. Having studied philosophy led me to believe that being aware of our thoughts allows us to succeed in many aspects of one's personal and professional life. I intend on examining those thoughts to ultimately help you build a stronger, healthier, and more full relationship with yourself. Join me as we venture to the part of ourselves too often neglected. It's going to be tough, but rewarding. Join me as we venture to the deep end. All right, folks, welcome to another episode of The Deep End, and I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for listening this far. I can't believe we've made it this far, but I want to thank you for sticking with me, even though it's been a little bit of a slow run. (laughs) So I just got to say, but um, for those who have stuck it out, I thank you so much, and let's get into it. So today I had to really just get into this topic, something that I've been kind of debating about, talking to some of my friends about, um, especially what's with what's been happening lately. Things have been really, this topic has been really coming to the forefront of things. Um, So I've titled this duty or a duty. And although that doesn't sound that amazing because it sounds so inappropriate, but um sort of more childlike and appropriate for those who are thinking. Um, but I, I meant to say a, a duty onto others is what really we are trying to get down to, essentially. This kind of the inspiration behind this topic really came from a conversation I was having with a friend. And I'm not, I can't remember this time where it started, but it was about, you know, we were talking about other friends and just treating how how we treat other people and how that translates into life and how we should treat our friends. Um, I think there was sort of some sort of conflict that was happening and, you know, without even um, realizing it, there was sort of, um, there was a conversation happening that was sort of a learning experience. And so the conversation that kind of began was this this idea or this topic about a duty to each other, a duty that we have to our friends, to our neighbors, to those around us. Um, you know, one thing I kind of uh, in the in the kind of the preamble of this show, I described a meeting other people and how you treat other people and how you um, how you should treat other people, how does it go. Um, and the primary example I kind of used was, or the thing that I thought about in my head was, how would you treat somebody that came to your home? Although, I mean, I've been to a few people's houses and thank God so far, I should say that I've been treated pretty well. <laughs> there's been times where there's been a little bit of shadiness, but um, we won't get into that today. Um, but for the most part, I think people have good intentions in when they invite somebody over. I mean, that can be a loaded thought. I'm sure when you're inviting somebody over, you're inviting somebody that you know, you already want to put on a good impression. You um, So there's a lot of things behind, uh, behind it that may already motivate you to treat that person with duty of a a good um 
But what I'm getting at here is you invite somebody and you treat them well, you treat them with kindness, you do the best you can for them. And I believe that's kind of translate in our duty to that person. And that's kind of what we do in life, that our duty to each other and how we treat how we treat each other. We kind of have this unspoken duty to each other, which, you know, somebody might credit to a universal morality or something like that. But I just want to highlight that today. And I want to really look into that and just really kind of hone into that that phenomenon that we have of just treating people well and treating people uh, with with a certain kindness um, that we write, kind of do right off the bat. You know, I think the conversation going back to what I had my, with my friend, there was there was this like, why don't I just do whatever I want to do for myself? And who cares about everybody else? And why do I even have to think about this other person? Why does this person even come to mind? Who cares what they think? Um and I think that kind of ties into this because, you know, when somebody shows up at your, ho- at your house, you know, they're in your domain. You really don't have to cater to this person. You could do whatever the heck you want to do. But there's sort of this this motivation to still treat them with kindness and respect. And there's this kind of universal morality or this rule that you kind of unconsciously follow where you're like, okay, look, it's, you know, it's my home. It's the comfort of my home. I should try to treat them with respect. I mean, again, assumingly, this is most people. Um, it's kind of the same thing that I think we we should translate and should apply. And sometimes we do with our friends and people that we know. We have this duty to care for each other. And that kind of leads us to kind of help people uh, work with them accordingly, make sure that, you know, we, we have good relationships with them. Um, we have this sort of this responsibility and ownership of ownership of those around us, right? We we take that ownership of how we want to treat them um, because, I mean, you could say it's that universal morality or just, just that damn intrinsic feeling that just doesn't that doesn't want to make you feel them feel bad. Um, and I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's kind of cool. I think that looking at that phenomenon is 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 kind of cool. I think that how does that happen? You could meet a total stranger and they would they would treat you well. You know, there's that conversation or that there's that that saying that, you know, that stranger danger doesn't exist, that um, the most dangerous uh, situation that you'd be put in is, is from somebody that you do know and that you're familiar with, because strangers don't have that natural inclination to be um, dangerous right off the bat or provide some harm to you. Um and going back to my conversation with my friend, you know, I think the conversation, I'm kind of recalling it as I'm going, she was talking about how when she was kind of at a party or something, there was people over and she kind of felt like that. But there was like some new people there that really weren't acting so great. And that's where she still felt like she had to be good to them. And, you know, I, I think that's kind of it's something that we we kind of overlook and we don't realize that we do. But um, I think it's something that we can totally um, look into more and just kind of hone in on because it's an interesting experience or phenomenon to study. I think I find it interesting that we have this natural inclination to be good to somebody. Like you have this natural host like mentality, you know, like a host. What I mean is, you know, you have guests over you, you, when you have people over you're you play this host in that you, you try to make sure that they have fun, they have everything that they need. You're inviting, um, you do as much as you can to ensure that people are happy. There's this sort of air of peace and security that you create. Um, you allow for your guests to have a sense of, I want to come back because this person made me feel safe. Um, this person made me feel good. 
Uh, and it just becomes something that you strive to do. Now, for those of you thinking, why the heck are we talking about this? I mean, you know, what's the point of even me honing on this phenomenon? Sure, I'm great to people around me. Sure, I'm great to strangers around me. Who cares? Um, well, take a look at, t- think of it this way. There's a big role in government in, in life today. And one of the things I think people in the political conversation forget is that the role of the government has kind of a similar role. Well, you know, ideally, ideally, the role, the role of the government should be in striving for this goal in that we, in that duty to others, that they should be striving for that same feeling, that host and guest relationship. Although, Growing up, I was never under that impression. I was under the impression that I'm a guest in this country or that I'm in because my parents had immigrated here and it's something that I should respect. Um, the government is instead the guest and I'm the host um, and I, I, gotta, I have to do everything I can for that government. And yeah, sure, we have a responsibility to the government. That's 100%. You know, I, I don't want to refute that, doubt that, argue that. Um, but I wanna, what I'm trying to get is I think we need to play, um, place a more burden of responsibility on our government and those that are in charge around us to, uh, to put a commitment on treating us as citizens as better with a duty to us, uh, just as you would treat your, your your guests, just as you would treat your friend, that there should be a natural phenomenon for the governments to follow and, and to think that we need to make sure that our citizens are are receiving this, are getting this, are comfortable, they're, they're managed, they're cared for. Um, again, going back to the guest-host relationship, very similar that we should be treated like, um, if we are the guests in the house, we should also be treated that way. Um, now, some people may say, well, what do, what do you mean by that? Like, what do you, you know, governments already, they protect us, they provide security, homes, jobs. I mean, what, do, what else do you think? Well, you know, not all of them do it successfully. There, there are rules and practices in place that don't really allow for a smooth transition for people to function in society. Things are taken away. Now, without getting too political, I'm just trying to, uh, I'm just trying to put out there that when thinking of government and thinking of those in charge um, we need to start placing a responsibility of that duty to others onto that thinking Um, we do it with each other we do it with those who come to our homes but we don't do it when we're thinking of authority we don't do that's the experience that i've had in my life that when i've asked individuals what do you think about government? You know, right off the bat, I get, well, why does the government have to take care of everybody? The government doesn't have to take care of anybody. We are independent citizens and we are, you know, those in society should strive to take care of themselves. You know, there there is some truth to that to some extent, but the what I'm saying here is that the role of government shouldn't be completely diminished to not have this notion or this phenomenon of duty to others be included in that. What I mean that is that we shouldn't completely alleviate the government from that responsibility of them having the duty to the citizens, to ensuring that the du- the duty that they have is to treat their citizens with respect. We are guests in their house, and they should come up with a system in which they take care of their guests. They have policies in place that are beneficial beneficial to their guests. They want their guests coming back. They they want that trust established with their guests. And so that's kind of one of the things I wanted you to take away from this show that, you know, there it's crazy how we can start from one thing that we noticed, this one conversation with my friend kind of led to this, fun, the thinking about this phenomenon of how we treat other people and how we should treat other people or how we do just naturally and how we can apply that to other things in our life and how we can, um, 
kind of stretch that thinking into applying it to other areas. And I think how that might be beneficial to you, well, the next time you have a conversation with somebody maybe who's more politically inclined, and they, I find, I should say, I find those who are politically inclined very um, aggressive sometimes. They can really push those political uh, platforms down your throat and say, this is how it is. You know, it's, it's either leftist or rightist. Or there's one one way, and that's the way. And, you know, this is how it should be. And, and it's funny because one thing I've always done in those kind of conversations of, always been like well what if what about this and nine out of ten times if it's an extremist position they're always like but that's not possible that is not possible you're nuts you're crazy if you could think that's possible you're not you're not in reality you're not grounded in reality okay i'm just gonna tell you right now there's some truth to that because i'm i'm a little out there but um thank you for noticing by the way (laughs) but i'm just saying um that person can can I think the answer to that, to my response to that, would be, well, let me tell you about this phenomenon about the duty to others. And let me tell you about this phenomenon that you've probably done once in your life. I'm sure you've had a situation where you've had somebody over, a family member, a friend, a pet. (laughs) You know, you've probably had somebody come over and you had this duty to that person where you were good to them. You provided some sort of safe space for them. So you couldn't tell me that you just want to simply reduce the government to something that it's uh, something very political and um, dry and sort of grain that sense. There, there is some sort of um, duty to others we can apply to them. And it's, it's in our everyday life. And what's to say we can't put it, we can't pressure the government to do that. I actually had a conversation very similar to what I'm kind of bringing up here with uh, somebody, and they were very much so um, uh, positioned on that on the stands where they were like, "No, like this isn't possible. Like this is not grounded in reality. You're you're nuts. Like this is not. You're just saying whatever's coming out of your mouth. It's not reality." And you know, the one response I had to them, I said. Um, you know, this is COVID-19 and we just went through a pandemic. And the one thing you saw change was the world. You literally saw the world go from nine to five, driving to work, getting to school, getting to places in a car, go from, you know, busy, busy, busy to in office, out of their homes to now working from home, less car production, less car emissions to just not being outside because of a pandemic. So you couldn't tell me that a society could restart or rechange or really uh, set things different if they just really wanted to or really pushed to or really had to. And unfortunately, I'm not saying this pandemic was in any way something that, you know, would be a great way to kickstart change. You know, please don't misunderstand that. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, What I'm trying to get at is that change is possible. And we've seen that change. How that change came about about, probably wasn't the best way for it to be introduced. Um, But I just couldn't sit with somebody saying to me, this is not possible because there are possibilities. Things can change. And what we can do is we can start looking at things in life that we already do and investigate them and really hone in on, the, on them and use them as reasons to apply to different areas in our life. And this guest host relationship is, is exactly one of those things that I, I think is perfect in this situation, that we can investigate this phenomenon. A conversation with a friend of mine became how I look at the government, how I look at those around me, um, how you want business businesses to treat you. You know, if, if, if a business is looking to create a good relationship with their client, they should follow that same guest host mentality, right? A lot of 
businesses have practices in place where they're trying to preserve that phenomenon because they want to hone in on that duty of their clients. They want to bring their clients back. So, you know, someone who's more cognizant and aware of that duty to others would probably be more hireable and more somebody who can uh, build that relationship with clients because they're very good at building that relationship with that person, fulfilling their needs, making them feel wanted by whatever action they do. And that's a valuable asset for a business. Now, big proponents of my position might say, look, businesses have a motivation. They've got a motivation to do that. It's not because they want to be nice and cuddly because they want to make money. And businesses are going to do that because they need to. They need to rely on that relationship. They're exploiting that relationship. They're not being all cuddly and warm by allowing that relationship to to develop so that way they could be genuine and nice. In a guest host relationship, there is no exchange. You know, arguably, I would say to that, I mean, you know, you go to somebody's house, you could have an experience, you eat up all their food, you do something. <laughs> the host kind of is in one way losing something. Um and, you know, and proponents might say, oh, you know, the business is not losing, any, losing anything. They're gaining everything. They're, they're, you know, they're, this has nothing to do with a business. This has nothing to do with, with that at all. Um, but rather, you know, you're, you're confusing things here because, you know, you're not really getting to, you're not really kind of providing some sustainable evidence as to why we need to be or have to have a duty to others. Um, everything is, you know, we live in a society that this is my house, this is my car, this is my geospace. Uh, you know, I, I, why should I have a duty to others? Why should I care? You know, what, what is it to me if somebody's not having a pleasant experience? Um, as, as kind of dark and dingy as that sounds, there are people out there who can take that position, who really, you know, maybe it's a selfish, selfish position to take, but it's lo and behold, it's a position. And you know what? Let's respect it for one for let's respect it for a position. Um, I believe, you know, the justification that somebody may really have is that I understand your duty to others, but what does it really do for me to be kind to a stranger, to be um, caring for somebody else, to understand that I have to do something for that other person when that person has nothing to do with me? Um, and that's kind of what the duty of some of, to others is, is being, being a certain way, a positive way to somebody else without expecting anything back. Uh, and that, you know, a proponent might just say, or an opposer might say, why, what? What is the what is beneficial about that? There is nothing to uh, to gain from that. Businesses gain clients from that. Governments, you know, well, governments are going to get walked all over. What what are you really um, achieving by by you know honing in on that phenomenon and, and trying to push it out, you know, in different areas or trying to hone in on it so we can establish it more. And I, to to that, I think to that criticism, I would I would point out that ownership. We have to take ownership of how we make others feel and make it as positive as we we can. Um, and somebody may say, "Well, what does it have to do with me living in my private, you know, sphere of life?" Uh, and to that, I would say, because although as may as may as you think as may you think that it may be private, it's not. Um, the reality is at some point in your life, you're going to engage with somebody. If you're a complete hermit, you will in one way or another go to the grocery store. You will be come across another human being. And you need to take ownership of how you make that human being feel. 
And why do you have to take ownership of that? Uh, how you make that human being feel? Because you may come across another human being. You may come across in your lifetime millions of human beings. Who knows? But for you to be a complete jerk and not treat not treat people well um, simply because you think you live in a isolated uh, society um, is not really a, a good a good strong reason to not maintain a duty to other people. You know, let's. I I don't want to say that this is you know let's go let me go help that stranger and pay for their life and pay for their mortgage and pay for um, their their wants and needs and desires. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying let's take ownership for that relationship of let's take ownership for the fact that we make other people feel a certain way and we should have a duty to make sure that we f- make that the other person feel um, not in a negative light and not, not in a negative sense. Going back to our guest example, we want to make, uh, as a host, we want to make guests feel comfortable, good. We want to make them feel like they can, they can trust us, they can come back, they can feel safe. And I think we should have that similar relationship and feeling to and be applied to how we meet each other in life and how we meet strangers. Um, you're bound to meet another person in your life. I'm not saying you have to build an everlasting long relationship, but in two minutes of an interaction, there can be examples in which you display that uh, ownership of somebody else. You display how you make somebody else feel. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, uh, you could smile at somebody and make them feel like their day was made. You could compliment somebody and make them feel like their day was made. Um, I'm not saying you have to go out of your way complimenting everybody either. These are just examples of that, of simple uh, examples that you could have with a stranger. Um, it could just be literally, you know, very uh, dry and you just, you know, interact with this person and you leave and you never see that person again but what i'm saying is not to make it a negative one not to make it one in which you see this person you go out of your way to make it a bad um, experience for them you know maybe you've run into somebody at a bank and you cut them in line because you just feel like you know you should be there first um, or somebody else is in front of you and they happen to cut you and then you happen to start a fight with that person. And, you know, I think the idea here that I'm getting at is we should hone in on a duty to care for each other and understand there may be reasons why people don't act a certain way. But as the, as the host of those around us, as the host of this life, as the host of the life that we're in, we can take responsibility of the life and experiences around us and we can choose to be better people. We can choose to be a better uh, host to the guests that are around us in this thing called life. And we can definitely uh, strive to creating a much more positive environment by understanding that our relationships with other people and understanding how that dynamic works. So if you are to leave anything from today, I just want to leave to you that you there is much more to life in uh, by investigating and looking to looking into our small experiences but for me what started off with a conversation about our friend just kind of complaining about a, a party ended up for me being like a thought experience in which i thought oh my god like th- th- you could apply this to so many different things this could be concluded into so many different aspects in life and there's nothing wrong with us taking our experiences and learning from them and investigating them and seeing how they can apply life is is kind of a like what a, the like a tetris if you will of experiences you know you've got one block the other one doesn't fit another but you know maybe another one fits but there's different play th- different experiences and different investigations about those experiences fit into our life in some way or another and i think 
If you don't know much, if you're someone who's just kind of navigating through this thing called life, this could be kind of one way you just look at the world around you and say, hey, what can I learn? From, what can I learn from what I've already experienced? And it's, um, of course, as time goes on, you, you, you have much more profound experiences. But this is one of those things that I think you, if you kind of have in that mentality of yours and in the back of your mind, it kind of leads you to a much more enriching lifestyle. So folks, with that, I'm going to hope that you have listened to this and are left uh, excited because you're going to go back and look at every single experience in your life. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I hope you listened to this and I hope you got something from it, whether you're just like, hey, I didn't even, that didn't even cross my mind. I hope the next time maybe you have a conversation with your friend, you take much more out of it than you would have before listening to this. Whatever this is for you, I want to thank you for listening to me today. And I appreciate you Please kind of reach out to me wherever you can. If you see me on social media, you see me wherever. I love to talk to you. I love to hear those who are listening to my show. It brings me so much joy. Um, thank you for listening. Keep on listening. See you next time, guys. Mm-hmm.